everyone. Thanks for listening in today. In these unpredictable times, things are likely not going to go to plan. Sorry. What I mean is that our guest for the interview cancelled last minute due to personal reasons, and so her interview is instead scheduled for next week, Sunday. Due to this, I wasn't able to do a podcast yesterday, so I postponed it for today. Anyway, today we're just going to be having a look at one of the headlines, and I'm going to be discussing it. Obviously, the podcast is still in its early days, so there won't be a live for a while. Therefore, please let me know of your opinion in the comments below. I shall get back to all of them. To follow my account or comment, you will have to create an account for Podbean. Really sorry for the hassle, or just download the app. Anyway, straight to today's podcast. So firstly, I'm going to be looking at the recent shootings in the US. As you have probably heard, George Floyd, a black man, was murdered by a white policeman in the US by knee-to-neck suffocation. Since then, an elderly man has been pushed over and tackled by policemen and sent to hospital for peacefully protesting. Jacob Blake, a man of black ethnicity, has been murdered by white policemen in Kenosha and there have been lethal protests in Portland where gas has been fired, killing a man. Listening to this, my first reaction was shock. Policemen are supposed to be the protectors of the community and the hope-instilling guardians of the people. Yet they themselves were discriminating and clearly racist. How had America gotten to this stage? Equality is one of the founding principles of not only America, but most Western civilizations. So how come there is no consequence for government and politicians to not uphold these key principles? Just so you know, the key principles of America are equality, democracy, freedom of contract, freedom of speech and freedom of religion, rule of law, human federal rights and as such. We are looking at the first one. Obviously, personally, based on the newsfeed I receive, equality in America would be rated 2 out of 10, 10 being an ideal equal society. This is because since World War II, absolutely nothing has changed in terms of equality. Women have all the rights they did previously, except now they're more accepted in society, but black people stand the same. I feel that before Trump was in power, I would have rated it 4 out of 10. Notice that a lot of people going against the peaceful protest of BLM were Trump supporters. What happened to the values? Now policemen can shoot without warning because of skin colour and bias and not get convicted? The US has the highest rate of any wealthy country of policemen killing civilians annually and the total is a whopping 1,099 compared to the second highest, Canada, whose total is 36. Shocking. In the United States, of the 42 non-federal police officers convicted following their arrest for murder, only five ended up being convicted. I could go on and on with more statistics like this. Something needs to be done. Another factor to this appalling situation is social media. Yes, I mean your Instagram, Twitter, Facebook and TikTok. Social media fans hatred and doesn't have strong consequences. For example, the president has been warned by Twitter many times of his offensive tweets and a lot of them have been deleted, but still his account remains. Why isn't something being done to stop him? Why such feeble consequences? The spread of fake news through these mega billion platforms is fast and furious. All it takes is many clicks for fake news and hatred to be spread. Why am I worried about this in the UK, you ask? From a teen's perspective, what we can do as young people, inheritors of this currently unjust world. Okay, so this part of the podcast is going to be more like a conversation So right now, I'm just going to ask you guys a few questions and I just want you to close your eyes and think about them. And I'm asking you to please be 100% honest. What's the first thing you notice when you look at a person? Is it their skin colour? 
If you're walking on uh, on the road and a few black people start walking next to you, do you cross the street? If you see a black parent or guardian screaming at a child, do you get uncomfortable? If the answer to any of these questions is yes, you are unconsciously biased. We need to catch ourselves in the act of assuming and constantly correct these biases. So to think that we'd be ever be able to create a completely unbiased world is a complete fantasy that um will um doubtfully be achieved um definitely not in our lifetime and in the future i'm not so sure but to try and at least um achieve it to try we need to address the problem we need to accept the problem as it is to solve the problem if we don't accept um that white privilege is a thing we'll spend the rest of time proving and trying to um trying to justify why it's not a thing and that's not what needs to be done change needs to be taken so we need to go on the road to becoming colorblind i don't mean medically i mean um not caring what someone's color is seeing everyone in the, in the same light no matter of their color so we need to make a world where your skin color doesn't define you or your opinions or status in society so we need to work towards making a completely unbiased society like i've previously said it's not going to be achieved but we can work towards it and make a lot of a difference by doing this but how we need to get more young people involved in politics being woke is not enough but being proactive we need young people to ha- to vote and to have their say and to judge a person by their character alone don't vote for the party but for the person a person who stands up for what they believe in and take into account values so you may ask uh well why is it so important for like people to 18 to 20 year olds to vote actually um one of the things statistics show that less than half of 18 to 20 year olds vote so the reason why it's so important is that 18 year olds have a completely new perspective they can't bring something completely new to the table and not just this for example 50 or 60 year olds have been on this planet for 50 to 60 years you know they have um they have the same view but 18 year olds are fresh they they have a completely new new view and they can see things in a different light so um for example old people like 60 60 year olds um they've grown up in a very different environment than um you uh young people in 18 year olds have grown up in because 18 year olds have grown up in a very different environment you could argue it's a very um unapologetic environment a lot of people are protesting doing this so they can they can spot the flaws in society easier whereas um a lot of old people are still subconsciously biased and won't accept it because they've grown up uh in a in a world where all of this was accepted normal it was a thing to be racist and everything this is how people grew up not 6 year olds people older than that um and so it's hard for them to to suddenly become non-racist so having an 18 year old they can easily identify um they can easily identify preconceived uh, stereotypes and know to control them so to try and stop it and like i said they have a completely new perspective sorry i'm waffling now um another thing is we need to get rid of preconceived stereotypes so by looking at a person you you can tell like from what race they are you can tell what they're going to be like and you can you instantly um conceive a mostly negative 
opinion of them. So for example, not necessarily opinion, but I think this example will make it easier for you guys to understand. So for example, I'm Indian and it is always assumed that young Pakistani or Indian girls are married of really young, uh, like of really young age and their families are traditional people who have no real regard for feminism or well-being. And actually, this isn't true anymore. Those families are basically considered the minority, you know. In India, it's actually a really big community. Everyone is friends with everyone. Uh, there's a, there's freedom to get married whenever you want to whoever you want. And like a lot of the people I know haven't really, you know, had an arranged marriage as in my parents' friends. And we need to also be role models, even to the adults. We need to show the people, show racist people that it's not okay to do that you cannot racially abuse someone whether it's verbally or physically it's not okay and if an adult is doing it we need to step put a foot down and say no just because you're older doesn't uh, older than me doesn't mean that i'm going to tolerate this and people say if someone is older than you um you have to respect them but respect needs to be earned always remember that so we need to also stand up to people making comments about these t- topics, thinking they're funny. So there is a really, really fine line between banter and racism. So people could be joking around, but then joking around about serious things is not okay. You cannot let someone, whether it's to you or your friend or you yourself are doing it, it's not right. You cannot put someone down to make yourself feel better or make yourself laugh that is not allowed that's the other thing we need to stop bringing others down to feel good about ourselves as an example um a white person bringing down a black person to feel superior and to feel like they're so they've got such a high status in society we need to carry on protesting and being unapologetic in being who we are and advertising what we stand for never giving up even if society is in denial Martin Luther King Jr., um, Nelson Mandela, they've paid the price. They went to jail. They did all of this. Um, why? So that hopefully in the future that we could be living in a, in a more fair society and in a place where, like, um, where hopefully there wouldn't be as much racial injustice. And they, they fought hard and they paid a huge price, like I said, and They made a huge sacrifice, but all for the greater good. And we cannot let their work go to waste. And we need to be like them. Thank you, everyone, for listening to me today. Bye-bye. See you next week.